It's a positive film. It has heroes and villains, and uh, that it essentially uh, is a fun movie to watch. It's been a long time since people have been able to go to the movies and see a sort of straightforward, wholesome, fun adventure. Well, it's a fantasy. It's not science fiction so much as it is space fantasy, and it's about people. It's about. It's finally about people and not finally about science. The story, when you actually put it into words, is only so much nonsense to hang a great visual experience onto. It's the stuff that fairy tales are made of. Sort of boiling down religion into a very basic concept: uh, the fact that there is some deity or some power or some force. That sort of controls our destiny,、uh, works for good and also works for evil. Marvelous, healthy innocence, great pace, wonderful to look at, full of guts, nothing unpleasant. I mean, people go bang bang and people fall over and are dead, but you know, no horrors. A sort of wonderful freshness about it, a kind of like a wonderful fresh air. It's got whatever you want it to be. It's a, it's pure entertainment. It's like a roller coaster ride, and it can be interpreted as long as you enjoy it, which is the intention. Welcome to a very special Generation Skywalker show.、Um, we're having a party. We're having a very special party. It's a tiki party、um, for Christmas. And joining us tonight, we've got Dan. Hello. We've got Jez. Aloha. Aloha.、Um, Stuart is running around. I think he's doing some last-minute Christmas shopping. He's probably at the.、Uh, He's probably at the, the service station buying some some flowers for his wife,、um, but hopefully he's going to be joining us later. But we've got a fantastic special guest tonight,、um, Brandon Geraldis from Beeline Creative, creators of the fantastic Geeky Tiki range that we're all such fans of at Generation Skywalk. So, welcome to the well, show,、huh? Brandon. Glad to be here. You guys,、uh, you guys pump out <laughs> some great content, so it's nice to.、Uh, Put faces to the names and、uh, and hang out for a bit. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's been a long time coming,、um, and I think it's probably worth just just、um, doing a bit of scene setting, really, as to kind of how we got into the tiki thing, where we sort of first encountered it. So I think for me, it was probably at one of the celebrations. So it would have been one of the.、Um, Uh, one of the exclusives in the store was it Orlando? It was probably, it was probably Orlando, right? Were you there? It was probably Orlando. It might have been the Rancor,、um, but、um, yeah. I mean, I've always been a you know a fan of the the vintage aesthetic.、Yep. You can see this is this is kind of my bar here. Very nice.、Um, so you can you can pick up on the vibe.、Um, and when we started doing Generation Skywalker, we had lots of passion. Um, and not much plan, really. I think that's fair to say.、Um, we know we wanted to do something,、um, but it was a bit of a, a kind of free for all at the start to kind of bring topics forward and talk about some of the things we want to talk about.、Um, 
and and the, the tiki culture and that crossover with Star Wars and, and prior to that, Disney was something that I really wanted to, to, to kind of table. So I think, you know, it was kind of news to, to the guys on the show when I rocked up, wrote this little blog about sort of tiki and what it was and how it had come to be and how it eventually crossed over with Star Wars and all the wonderful products that you were starting to, well, that to turn was, out. I, I was very impressed by that because you did your research. I mean, there's a lot of nuggets in there <laughs> that, I mean, you covered things from Don the Beachcomber, Trader Vic, all the way up to what we're doing. So you did your research. And I think that that's fun to share when we're developing these products and sharing kind of the history and, and all of that. So it was, it was a good article. Very good. Thank you. That's, that's, that, that's great. Yeah. So, so, you know, we've, we always keep abreast with what you're doing. I'm always massively impressed with your enthusiasm and your drive and the kind of way you approach, you know, the fandom the products. Um, but I think it's worth just sort of, you know, starting off with a little bit of your perspective on Tiki culture, your involvement in it, how, you know, this has led into a career. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I've always had an interest in tiki bars and, and tiki drinks and, and things of that nature. Uh, I think the first tiki bar I ever went to was a place, it was one of those knockoffs of Trader Vic's, but it was called Trader Dick's. And that was in, it was in Sparks, Nevada, which is close to Reno, if you're familiar with Reno, Nevada, biggest little city in the world. Um, so there was a Trader Dick's there. That was kind of my first experience getting the the tiki mug and the cocktail um uh i was 18 18 years old something like that uh but it was uh our my first experience uh disneyland is another one that's kind of always had the the tiki aesthetic with uh with well now trader sam's but the tiki tiki room and and all of that uh so there's always been that kind of uh tiki culture within the theme parks and things of that nature Really over the last, I don't know, I would say 10 years, there's been two resurgences of, of kind of tiki from the great heyday of when Trader Trader Vicks and Don the Beachcomber kind of kicked things off. And um, the original, you know, uh, as you covered, the original, you know, period really kind of fizzled out in the, in the late 60s, 70s, kind of fizzled out. And uh, we've seen a resurgence over the last, I would say 10 plus years um with you know tiki events and tiki bars literally popping up all over uh the united states um since we've come out and introduced our brand uh, we like to think we're a little bit of that driving force um uh, we yeah we we've turned a lot of people on to buying our products it's almost like a gateway drug you know what is this what is this tiki mug and then they, they, they find out that there's a tiki bar in uh, Decatur, Georgia, or, or the UK, or London's got Trader Mix and all that kind of stuff. And so wherever you're from, these are kind of popping up. And, um, and then, there's a, then you get into the history of it and the drinks and the cocktails. And um, what I did was kind of put my, I meshed my love together for what I thought was a cool atmosphere and escapism and all of that with my love uh, for pop culture. Um, I'm just a geeky, uh, I'm a toy designer by trade. That's what I did prior to starting my own company. So I designed action figures for a living. I collected action figures. I, that's kind of the sandbox that I played in. So when we came up with the line of Tiki's, um, you know, it's very toyetic in nature and it, and it, uh, it breathes a lot of the, the stuff that I learned from the toy industry and just being a collector. 
That's great. I think I think the key word there is escapism. Yes. And I think that's, you know, I, I you know, think back to the time we've had over the last couple of years and what what this what this vibe does, what this scene does is it gives you that escape. There's a lot of theatre, there's a lot of colour, there's a lot of romance, and I think just tapping into that, you know, given given the last couple of years is is, is absolutely spot oh, on. Yeah, so, great. so I think the timing is brilliant. Um, so what we're going to do tonight is we're going to have some drinks. We've all got a drink with us. <laughs> what have we got? Oh, whoa. It's for the TIE Fighter pilot. <laughs> so what, what's everybody drinking? I'm on the margarita. I got a virgin uh, just because I'm... I got to work later on, and I don't want to be sending any emails. Um, you know, whilst I'm a little bit tipsy, wouldn't be good for business. And that's a uh, yeah. You don't want to be having one drink out of a Millennium Falcon punch bowl. So uh, <laughs> I'm drinking a, uh, a, a mai tai. So it's a Trader Vic's mai tai out of my tai fi. Perfect. Perfect. That is perfect. This isn't very tiki, but it's 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 very British. It's a gin and tonic. I like it. I like a good gin and tonic. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Out of the C3PO. So we're all, um, you know, we've all got tiki mugs in our in our Star Wars collections. Um, I don't know whether you can. Yeah, these are some. I, I'm liking the backdrops that you guys have going on here. I'm trying to get a close up, yeah. close up visual of what we've got going on here. We've put some effort in. Wow, very <laughs> impressive. This is all Craig's fault. These normally live in my kitchen. My wife actually lets me have them in the kitchen on shelves, but I've, I've moved them in here for tonight. Oh, very nice, very nice. <laughs> yeah, so this is our this is our front room, and it's probably the only Star Wars that is kind of permitted. Uh -huh. you know, all, all the toys are upstairs, <laughs> but, but the tiki mugs live near the bar. It, it, it all works. Yeah, you've got a very nice um, mid-century modern theme in yours, which is which is cool. I like it. It's good. Well, the flat was. 1970-ish, okay. so it kind of works. The lines work, and we've got the divider and kind of making the space happen. So, yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's good for us. Um, but um, throughout the evening, we're going to have a chat with, with Brandon. He's going to give us some uh, some insights, hopefully, into um, the, his world. Um, but Santa Tiki has been and dropped us off some presents. So at points throughout the evening, we're going to – do little unboxings, uh, and I hope that you know we can get some reactions um, from some of the stuff that's arrived uh, down the chimney, and uh, maybe get some uh, some views from from you, Brandon, into um, sort of how some of this stuff originated. So I think first up we've got is is Jess is going to open something. Yes, yes, indeed. Now let me move the falcon out of the way. So Santa Tiki has <laughs> indeed been, and um, and I have. <laughs> The Mandalorian Season 2 24-ounce tumbler. Now, first of all, from a UK point of view, I'm thinking 24-ounce, 24-ounce. Yeah, so that's just over a pint. It's about 680 ml or so, which is good enough for two cans of uh, two cans of Coke or or your soft drink of choice. Uh, but first of all, the, the packaging clearly gives away what's inside and... Uh, We'll have a little look at the packaging in a minute, but I'm going to go straight to the product itself because <laughs> I'm quite excited about this. This is my first Christmas present of the year. Excuse any noise. You guys right. haven't opened these yet. This is a this is a live unboxing. No. Yeah, yeah. This is a live oh, unboxing. All right. So, 
Now this, this is, I'll try and see if you can uh, have a little look here and we'll get some good pictures online as well to supplement this. But what I have here, and this is what I love about this because yet yeah, Tiki, as you know, various different shapes, sizes, falcons, ties, various other things which we're gonna come on to. But this, for me, this is the one which I'm gonna use the most. And the reason, this is like the, the everyday, every man tumbler. I can quite easily have this in work. And people would just go, oh, oh, oh. Oh, nice. You know, it's one of those things where I can easily have it at work. So this is the Mandalorian, as I say, season two, scene 24 ounce cup. So obviously, yeah, I've got uh, Mandalorian, I've got baby uh, Yoda. I've got Luke with the Dark Troopers. I've got from episode one, um, where you, you've got the Crate Dragon. Uh, you've got Frog Lady, bless her, with uh, with her eggs. Um, you've got Slave One. Uh, you've got another Mandalay. You've got the Dark Saber. You've got Soka. But it's the Orobesh around it as well. And I think you call it, what do you call it? Tiki emblems? Tiki, Tiki, there's, there's something about... So just some of the drawings here. So you've got a uh, Fennec Shan helmet. You've got um, Sam people. You've, <laughs> you've yeah. got the bowl of squids. You've got the bowl of sort of squiddy things going on. You, you've got the calamari people. So it, it, it sums up season two perfectly in a really, really nice... There's loads of detail in all this. There is loads yeah, a lot of, of detail in those bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. You, you see you've got spiders. And the great thing is, I predict there'll be a season three because if you look at the packaging, there's a trailer. It also shows you that there's a <laughs> season one as well. So, you know, it's all about the trilogy, isn't it? Unfortunately, now yeah, I've got unfortunately, the... there's no there's no advance uh, as I'm sure you guys know, or as a licensee, the Mandalorian is, is a, uh, a series that's just so under wraps and uh, it's yeah. frustrating as a as a licensee, but it's also fantastic as a fan. You know, the first time we saw Baby Yoda was when you guys saw Baby Yoda, which isn't typical for somebody that has a license. So John Favreau, um, they kept everything under wraps. So when we saw that on screen, that was the our first introduction to that character. And as soon as that show was over, my design team was working on that bug. So when it comes to designing oh, yeah. season three, we're going to design it after we watch season three. Um, and, and we'll come up with that, you know, kind of the highlights like you just described. You know, it's, it's taking yeah. all those little elements. Some... Uh, some of the tiki mugs, we, we've done all the big tiki mugs for season one and, and season two, but not all not all characters necessarily warrant their own mug, uh, nor may we get the support from our fans for Frog Lady mug, I don't know. Um, so those are types of things where we like to, you know, do a product like this that does more storytelling. And presumably with a, with a mug like that, there's, there's less tooling and and things like that not really i mean they're all uh, it's hard to see in the photos but there is a slight relief to those um uh, it's very mm, slight yeah. but underneath if you put your hand around the pictures there's there's a little bit of of recessed and embossed areas that are under under the characters of the iconography um all the mugs are tooled and then all the wraps um are pretty consistent but they're all everything's made 
it's nothing we could reuse from mug to mug. All we're doing is taking the format of a 24 ounce tumbler in a heavier weight material, uh, that's a stoneware material, and we're doing that across multiple licenses. So um, it's still the same amount of work, but to your point, it's an everyday drinkable item. Yeah, yeah, completely. Um, you know, so you've got Boba Fett there, um, the detailing, I'll be, whilst this is going on tonight, I'll be like, oh yeah, look at this. Um, so I, I love, I love the intricacies of this and the detail. And as you said about the relief, there's a grip element to that, isn't it? So it, you know, it's, yeah, this is, this is going to be the one I think, yeah, I'm going to use more than any of the other ones in my collection, I think, just because it's that everyday, it doesn't need to be tiki, does it? I could have squash with this or, or what have you. You could, yeah, yeah. you could put cereal yeah. in it. You could do whatever you want. It's a fun one. <laughs> so, and the um, colors are really nice. Too. Yeah. I don't know if you're really seeing them on the screen, I like but it. The, the nice purples and the blues and the gradients is, is something you can't normally do on a traditional mug. Um, Tiki, Santa, thank you very much indeed. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. The first one's open. Um, I mean, Brandon, we we know through the, the research we did that, that Beeline, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, you know, the first product out of the gate was the beer steins? Is that correct? Not necessarily. Um, right. I mean, that's the first drinkware product. That's the first Star Wars product. We've yeah. So we've done action figures. We've done bobbleheads. I really started my business doing bobbleheads. So that's kind of where the start of the business came from. Uh, I brought uh, a couple of the beer steins down here. I'll give you a little history if I don't want to bore everybody. The beer steins um was an idea that i had when i was a kid i collected i collected you know fun fun stuff so i saw this budweiser beer stein which was bud man i don't know if you <laughs> i don't know if he was popular in your neck of the woods but probably not but this was a mascot for budweiser in the 70s and i really loved this mug and how the head hinged and when I was a kid, I used to put bubble gum in it and I would just, it was sat on my shelf and I thought it was really cool. So this always stuck with me. It was always something that I had kind of on my shelf. And um, I had the idea of putting together a licensed version of that, which has never been done for Star Wars. So this is a prototype, and this is a little different, of the first Darth Vader beer stein that we had made. Um, he has larger feet. He has a kind of a matte and a gloss finish and he really has the head hinged design. Um, but these were fantastic products and we pitched it to Lucasfilm. Uh, at that time, uh, we didn't have our own license. Uh, licenses are very expensive. Um, we partnered with another company uh, who had a Star Wars license and we pitched them the idea. So uh, we worked with them as they were kind of our distributor. Uh, we designed, manufactured all of the products, and um, I think we did seven in the line. We did, um, let me see here, might have been eight, but our first series was was Chewbacca and uh, R2-D2, Darth Vader, um, and Boba Fett. So, we followed that, and they did really, really well. And we followed that up with a Stormtrooper, uh, BB-8, and uh, C-3PO. So 
those were those were fun products. Um, but what we learned was to collect seven, eight mugs. And I, we did Kylo Ren. We might have done a couple other ones. But um, what I learned was people were buying them during the holidays as gifts because it was an expensive purchase. I mean, we're looking at, at the time, 50, 60 bucks a mug. And to invest in eight mugs, you know, that's a that's a chunk of change uh, for most people yeah. to spend. So, and it took up a lot of shelf space. So really the Tiki's came out of that where it was, is there a smaller version of the mugs that we can do at a cheaper price point that we could sell year round? And um, we brainstormed some ideas and me having a love for Tiki and uh, and Star Wars, we, we put together a concept and um, I didn't know if it would work. I honestly didn't think it would work because um, uh, Lucasfilm, uh, there's people that have mashed up their characters, Funko, et cetera, over the years, but to, to do what we were doing was, was very kind of unique. And usually Lucas or Disney, they want to see success across other licenses before you sign a license with them. So having the first license we ever signed and, and was, was Star Wars is, is crazy. Um, but that's kind of where we built the brand, the Star Wars. Um, and this stuff's out there. You might, it might be in your article, but you know, we made a prototype of, of Darth Vader and we took it, I took it to Comic-Con in my backpack and got it in front of Lucasfilm and they said no. They said, well we can't do Darth Vader, but we could look at like tertiary characters. And I was like, well, you can't do this line without Darth Vader or Chewbacca or Stormtrooper, mm. et cetera. Uh, I got it in front of them. They liked what they saw. We had to make some changes and we've been off and running ever since. So it's, um, I can't even tell you how many Star Wars products we, we've made, you know, at least a hundred and something mugs, but um, yeah, it's been pretty crazy. And then we took that yeah. footprint and applied it to Marvel and, DC and and Golden Girls and you, and you name it. I mean, Doctor Who, all of it. <laughs> yeah, Walking Dead. We just came out. We just New came one. out. Uh, yeah, with one. Yeah. Were you releasing the original beer steins concurrently with geek with the geeky tikis, or did they come out? Were they did they come out after that? No, the beer steins were were a predecessor. So those came out. Boy, 2014, yeah, maybe. Uh, we sold those 2014, 15, 16. They're still out there. I mean, you could find them on Amazon and, and other sites. Um, I, I think they're still out there. But um, the Tiki's came afterwards. So the Tiki's we pitched in, I want to say 2014. We started making them 2015. We launched them on May the 4th. It was either the 2015 or 2016. You guys probably know more than I do. <laughs> Might have been 2016. Might have been 2016. But we had the concept and we did the development a year or so prior. Very good. Did any of these ever get, do you know if any of these have ever la landed in George Lucas's hands? Has he uh, ever, ever been seen with a tiki mug? I get the impression he's a. Uh, I haven't seen. I haven't seen George with one. John Favreau has him in his office, and it, he did a he did a spot on Good Morning America recently, uh, last year, or whatever. And you know to have three of our mugs on his shelf with him sitting in front of them was a pretty good highlight for, for me. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I know he's seen them. I know he's a fan of them. Uh, I personally haven't been invited to the ranch to hang out with, with George or anybody. I'm hoping like fingers crossed one of these days. Um, 
but I'm sure I'm sure people have caught wind of it, and it's you know the little brand has grown to be uh, it's made quite an impact on people, so it's been great. Sure, sure. Um, Dan, what's um, Tiki Santa left you? I think you've got some. Uh... Yes, I'm excited for this. I'm dying to open it. So it's Ooh, the, the stack stormtrooper. That's a good one. Let's get it out. Do, 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 do. No, but there are two different versions of this I've read. Is there a matte version? And yeah, a so version? the matte version was exclusive to our website and conventions. Wow. So that's what so I've we, got here. we sold that one at San Diego Comic Con this past July, and then we we sell it on our website. Yeah. It's that one's a limited edition. Uh, we did a glossy version. Uh, it's got kind of a, a, a orangeyish, you know, glossier look to it. That was sold through Reed Pop and. Uh, New York Comic Con, and they might they That's might cool. sell that one on their website still. I'm not sure. Then I'm not sure if they sold out of it or not. It's almost like a, a totem pole. Yeah, oh. I mean that was designed, you know, in that in I forget the exact episode of The Mandalorian, but you know when you saw the the helmets on the spikes, we wanted to kind of yeah, come it's up the, with gun, the gun the gunslinger when he goes back to Tatooine, yes, I think. Yeah. It's, it's that one. So I yeah. thought that, that that image stuck with me, and I was like, man, we got to do something with this. So the whole stacked helmets, yeah. uh, stacked skulls was was kind of something we wanted to do, and we did the um, yeah the matching swizzle stick that was uh, <laughs> really cool too. Oh, yeah. These came in after we sent you guys the mugs, or we would have got to one, but. <laughs> that was a fun one. Yeah, that, cool. but it's a beautiful. Um, it's a well, beautiful mug. It's, it's... Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? Oh, I don't know. What capacity is that? Dan? Twenty-four ounces. Well, oh, I want to say uh, eighteen, maybe sixteen to eighteen. What are you trying to say, Jez? Yours is bigger than mine. Hey, hey, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. It's Christmas, family show. I think, that's it. I think that, one's, that one's 18 ounces, I think, which I'm not sure how that... Yeah. Okay. It's basically a pint. Very good. That looks no, great. Thank you. Thank you, TK. That is quality. I'm really pleased with that. They're different. Hey. Start now. It's great having lots of different ones, but yeah, it's nice to get something different. It's really, really cool. Well, we always have to... I mean, we've... we've done all the you know series one and series two and series three and we've kind of yeah. we've, we've done so many of the main characters and it's kind of fun because when we launched the product line with think geek if you're familiar with think geek um they were a, a, a popular company uh that's not around anymore and they were owned gamestop acquired them uh but we did a lot of mugs with them and then uh series one series two um, so people that were collecting those mugs back in 2014, 20, or 2015, 2016, now there's a whole new group of people that are seeing the mugs. And we're, so we're still selling like the Darth Vader's and the Chewbacca's and the Stormtroopers, but we're going back in and, and saying, well, if I could do R2-D2 now, I would make them white and blue. And so we get little, little touches of things. Um, yeah. we re-released Chewbacca. Um, I don't know if you could see the totem behind me, but, um, we re-released Chewbacca to have more of an angry look, which wasn't really approved the first time. And he wasn't holding his bowcaster. So once we had some success with the line, uh, Disney and Lucas kind of uh, were more open to letting us breathe more of the original elements that we wanted into it. Brilliant. 
do I remember rightly back in on April Fool's Day a couple of years ago, you had a giant tea. It was a giant Yoda or baby Yoda. Yeah. So are you guys familiar? You, well, you guys, most of you guys are toy nerds. So you're familiar with Gentle Giant, correct? Yeah. So we did a line of plastic tumblers. You've seen the plastic ones that we've done. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Gentle Giant did all the 3D modeling on those. So we've worked with them for years. They modeled those um, off of our original control art. And uh, at a at a Comic-Con, they asked us if they could do a larger version of the mug to kind of show off what they do outside of, you know, developing their own products and licenses, uh, what they do for other uh, clients of theirs. So they had a beautiful Yoda on display that was 30 inches tall, and they let me have it when the show was over. <laughs> yeah, so that sits uh, in my office. We know someone with a tiki bar who might have liked yeah. that. <laughs> beautiful <laughs> Sure. Um, I mean, you've mentioned that there's, you know, there's a lot of product coming out all the time. I mean, it's as as collectors, it's quite hard to keep up. I mean, your enthusiasm for the brands, for Star Wars in particular, you know, your Instagram, your social media. And I recommend anybody watching to go and follow you because it's where you get to see what's happening. There's there's stuff all the time. you know, how do you keep that momentum going? I mean, I'm fascinated to know how big the team is, how you manage all this stuff, where it comes from. Um, can you sort of paint us a picture? As well, to I mean, set up? I don't sleep, for one. So <laughs> I, I've, got a million, I've got a million ideas in my head. I've got a, I've got a great team. We, we do have um, talented illustrators. We've got modeling team that is uh, a 3D modeling team that will take our 2D and turn it into a 3D um mug. Uh, Some mugs are 3D sculpted. Some mugs are traditionally hand sculpted. Um, But it's just like we're we're always coming up with new ideas. Uh, We like to tap into every fandom. So not just Star Wars, but Star Wars has been our biggest, um, the the, the biggest bulk of what we do has been in that Star Wars world. Um, We're working on um, some some other mugs in the near future, which is going to it's going to be equal, if not surpass Star Wars. Uh, I can't break that news yet, but um, we're doing a lot of big stuff. Uh, I just, I, I'm a kid. I'm a kid that likes to throw things at the wall and see, see the products come to life. And so, um, yeah, we got a great team that's like, let's do this, let's do that, let's do this. But overall, I art direct everything. So everything that we have, you know, um, I come up with the, you know, the general ideas and, and, and then we feed it out and, and get it done. So some of those are with our team and some of those are with like artist collaborations and, and other artists that we admire when we want to kind of do something fun or unique or, or different than our standard kind of geeky tiki's line. Yeah. No, do, do you, I mean, I've watched, I've watched some of your live streams in the past and it's sort of like, can we show this yet? I don't know. Live streams are fun because it's basically it's basically me just having cocktails and talking to fans and, and showing them. Why yeah. not? It's like I'm the owner of the company. So let's just, uh, if we want to show something a little early. The problem is we, we like to give sneak peeks, but, um, you know, over the last two years especially, you show something and then with delays with COVID or global shipping crisis or whatever, um, yeah, things get delayed sometimes, um, but we've got a, lo- a, a steady stream of product that's that's coming in and that we're excited to launch. Um, we're launching our new Trooper series, which we hinted at on Instagram and social media, um, which includes the TIE Fighter pilot. 
Um, Let's go. So that's going to be a, uh, a series. Uh, I'll just show you guys a couple more, but there's our, this is our second iteration of the Stormtrooper, which is this, basically the same design, but we wanted to give it the black and white look yeah. to it. We've got our Royal Guard. <laughs> now, what do you guys call this character in your neck of the woods? Is it a Royal Guard? Is it a Red Guard? Is it... An Imperial Royal Guard. Uh, Empress Royal Guard. There's so many iterations of it. So, um, and there's our Scout Trooper. Yeah, oh, that's a good one. That's good. And that's the, the, right, the uh, Emperor's Red Guard. We have the. Uh, so your Empress Royal Guard. We have the skewer. <laughs> so you could put a skewer stick, or you could put a a swizzle stick, or something in his hand, which is really cool. That's a nice. Trying touch. to. Uh, emulate his his staff so that's that's fun so here's here's one that i remember seeing quite early and it, it seemed to take a while to get um yeah into, into production um i haven't opened it i'm gonna open it now that's a beauty that's a beauty <laughs> i, I oh, it's it traveled a long way so i hope it's in one piece well we can do some smart editing if it's not <laughs> When, when, so, when Craig was drawing, who was getting what? It was a toss-up between the stacked Stormtrooper helmets oh, and that. Oh, did you guys do drawings oh, yeah. for it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we put we put all our names in a spinny wheel. So it, was, <laughs> it was the look of the Tiki Gods. Um, with, uh, so I was very pleased with this. Yeah, open that open that bad boy up. That was released uh, Star Wars Celebration. Well, it was a pre-order, though. We had, it, we had it in person in San Diego. Yeah. By your smile, I think it's in one piece. <laughs> Check that out. It's a beautiful mug. I, I that's probably one of the hardest mugs we've ever manufactured, and one of the. I mean, it's no no one makes drinkware like this. There's just no one makes it. No. And there's a reason. No. No, but it's, I mean, the design of this is just beautiful. The sort of, I guess it's that sort of wicker yeah, style. Yeah, we have like a, a tropical woven. matting on the sides. Yeah. yeah. But it sits really nicely with the Falcon, which you can just see. Oh, very nice. <laughs> but isn't that stunning? Yeah, it's And it's got, it's got a, it's got a feel of the vintage toy. It's got that. Um, that essence, it's lovely. It's 30, 32 ounces, I think, so almost two pints. Yeah. Good out, <laughs> Good out Craig. We're liking that? Yeah, very, nice. very cool. Thank you very much, TP Santa. It will take pride of place. I will um, rearrange the shelves, especially. Yeah, it's good to this, but it, it, it's stunning. I mean, did I... <laughs> hard to make? Yes. Fragile bits. And well, I mean, when you're looking at a piece like that, that's that's essentially multiple molds that are, you know, yeah. the wings are separate. The, the body is one piece. The wings are another piece. They're they're then put together and then they go through the baking process um, second time. Yeah. So it's not easy. And you need to make sure that, that, that everything's straight and aligned. And we've run into things over the years. Um, we did C-3PO like a gold beer stein with that was electro, you know, had a beautiful gold finish to it. 
And those would go through the production line and then you'd get a fingerprint on it and you'd throw it away. So <clears throat> I don't know how many of those, I mean, there's a very high defective rate for some of the gold and, and some of these items. So when we, when we do releases like the Millennium Falcon and some of these harder to make items, they're just done in small quantities because that's all we can do. Uh, and, and it's been, it's worked out great. So we, we, you know, we, we launch it every so now, every now and then we'll do a drop of like 200 pieces or 300 pieces. And that's really helped to kind of, um, fuel the, the appetite for it and the collectability of it. Um, so it's a, it's been a good thing, but it's also, you know, we'd love to make more of them, but it's just, it's just harder to make. So it's not your standard Nothing's easy to make in ceramics. Um, even this, you would think that this is an easy mug to make, but it really isn't. Um, most factories want to make a coffee mug. You know, most drinkware people out there, not like us, they make coffee mugs with labels on them and it says Star Wars or you're drinking a pint glass that says Star Wars. So there's very few companies out there that are doing, you know, this crazy type of, um, this crazy. Oh, hello. Oh, what? oh what? I wasn't supposed to show, I wasn't supposed to show this one yet. <laughs> I didn't see that. I'll share it. Yeah. No, it's great. And it's worth it, though. I think it's, um, you know, we, we love the products. And, and I think we recognize when they are special, like the Falcon, like the TIE Fighter. You know, they are... Um, they are treasured. We haven't figured out an X-Wing yet. It, it's been something that I wanted to pull off and we haven't gotten there yet. So we're working yeah. on it. We're working on it. Keep There's been a few prototypes. Uh, no, no prototypes yet, but we've got concept sketches, but it's just some things, some things look good on paper or, or it's just, they're just harder to pull off in production. So it's uh it's hit or miss you know on some of these things on these bigger items so like the millennium falcon for example when i first developed that it was probably twice the size and it had a cone in the middle that raised up that you could put liquor in and light it on fire it was it was <laughs> massive um and the factory came back to us and said no so they, they couldn't do it um it was just way too, way too big, way too troublesome, way too, you know, the, the defective rate. So we scaled it down, got rid of the the extra drinking, uh, the, the fire element, but it still turned out great. So we're happy with it. Have there been designs like that where you've got them to the design stage or you've got past the design stage had it signed off by Lucasfilm? And then when you go to manufacture it, the people are just saying, no, you're, you're crazy. You can't do that. Uh... Do you get that open then or is that is I'm trying to think. I mean usually usually I mean now now we have a pretty good idea of what we can and cannot do. Uh right, okay. We know certain finishes are harder than others. Like uh, we did a um an iron giant that a few years back, uh five, six years ago. It was beautiful and I knew that that was the finish I wanted to use on on the haunted carbonite mug. Right. Um, which is a very hard finish cool. to do. So that's a mug, for example, like we don't run that anymore because it's just too hard to make it. The, the finish is too hard. So that's a that's a prime example of one that we won't run again because it's just too complicated. Um, but um, you never know. You, you kind of sometimes you get something approved, you make it. Um, sometimes the glaze or the color doesn't translate as well. So you go another direction. So but Lucas has been great. Disney's great. They work with us on, you know, 
they, they understand production issues or if we have to steer things in another direction. So um, it's been a good relationship for sure. That's yeah. great. Um, Sorry. <laughs> Is it carol singers? It's the hula dancers he ordered. Keep Brandon talking. I mean, he's going to he's gonna show us more <laughs> exclusive stuff accidentally. Yeah, no, don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> I mean, one of the things that, you know, I I wanted to, to touch on is the, the artist series because, you know, you're elevating these things into pieces yeah. of art. I mean, I know I'm very familiar Craig, with... Craig, what do you say? Craig, uh, they're not all pieces of art? What are you saying? <laughs> well, you get... Well, I'm thinking price tags, right? So I've been to Shag's store in Palm Springs, so, <laughs> you know, they're just up another level, yeah. aren't they? Um, but, um, yeah, he's great and the the perfect partner for this. I mean, is, is he somebody you know or did he... Do you approach him? I mean, how did that come about? Yeah, there's some. There's a couple of really good articles out there. I know Lucasfilm did a did a interview with with Josh and I. Um, his name's Josh. His, his real yeah. name, Josh Agle. Um, I met him at one of these. You ask about Tiki culture. So there's a show that's been going on since probably 2001, 2001, 2002. It's an event called Tiki Oasis, and so yeah, yeah. it started out in Palm Springs. It was there for maybe four or five years, 2001, 2005. It's been in San Diego ever since. Um, I started going uh, 2015, something like that. We had a small booth there uh, with me and my team. I met Josh at one of those shows. So I went up to Josh and I said, hey, we do the, the Geeky Tiki's. This is my story. So he's got another version of the story. I told Josh, I said, I, I, this is how I remember it. I said, I said, hey, we do, I love your work. I bought one of his books. I said, um, we make Star Wars Geeky Tiki's. Is, and is there anything that we could collaborate on at some point in time? And he said, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I knew he was a Star Wars fan. So he said he wouldn't be opposed to it. And the day after I got back from the show, I reached out to his manager um, and we started talking. Um, he recalls going to my booth and say, seeing the product and thinking it was really cool and wanting to work with me. So I told him, I said, let's use your story moving forward. Uh, I like that better, but he's a great guy. I mean, we did, um, we collaborated on the mugs. So a little backstory. Shag does amazing, uh, amazing artwork, as you know. Um, he also develops his artwork into three-dimensional products. Um, he did a, we wanted to make a series of mugs. So we did four mugs and he was going to design the packaging for the mugs. So he did the concept sketches of the mugs. My team then turned that into a three-dimensional mug. So we, it was our idea to come up with like, uh, the name on the back and the year that the character was introduced, whether it was empire or return of the Jedi, et cetera. Um, no return of the Jedi's. It was all empire or star Wars 77 or 80. Uh, we came up with those ideas and then he did this beautiful packaging where he took the mug design and incorporated it into his artwork. So you've seen, have you seen the artwork? Yeah, sure. Yeah. The big Easter yeah, the head so the artwork's amazing. Yeah. Uh, there was four prints that were released, um, but it started out as a package. It was just packaging artwork. And I told Josh, I said, is there any way like this artwork is too good not to be hanging on a wall? 
So let me talk with Lucasfilm. Are you opposed to being able to sell the art on your site and in your store if I could get the approval? So it was a long road because, you know, we had to go through the right channels with Lucasfilm and Disney and Shad. I mean, there's multiple players involved. Um, mm. But it turned out amazing. And from from what he told me, that series of prints sold out quicker than any series that he's ever released. Um, so I just wanted, I'm a, I'm a huge fan and my whole, uh, I, I've told him this, but my whole thing was, I just want a set of those prints in my office. That's like, so I don't, I don't care. I just, I love your artwork and I want a set of those prints. Um, so it was a great program. We did Hawaiian shirts. Uh, we did coasters, we did swizzle sticks, we did the mugs. Um, and now we're working on a, another drop that's going to come out next year. So. Okay. Well, that was going to be my next question. Yeah, we're, we're doing, <laughs> and this has been something that we've hinted at, I think for May the 4th. Yeah. On May the 4th, he was a guest of ours. We're doing a, uh, a series around the Return of the Jedi, Return of the Jedi and uh, Jabba's Palace, Jabba the Hutt, et cetera. So we're not sure when it's going to release yet. It's probably going to be around the, the 40th anniversary. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, he's one of my he's one of my all-time favorites so uh, if i get a chance to work with somebody that i admire uh eric tan is another artist uh jared mariyama is another artist uh, paul briggs is someone we're working with on a very special princess leia mug right now uh, uh, so it's like you know there's people that i admire we i try to work with them on on something special that's more limited and and that sort of nature. It's great that you get to do this and sort of take it in these directions. I just think it's, you know, for us, it's, it's fascinating to see the development and, and see these collaborations. There's something I want to ask you about, sure. okay? So this thing. Yes. This is a really deep cut, isn't it? What's that? The soap dispenser? <laughs> this is a really deep cut. So this is this is some packaging. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, we're yeah. about the idea. Yeah. Yeah. How, I, I love the I love the package, and I, I have to give credit to Lucasfilm on that one because uh, our PD person reached out to us and said, "If you want to do something more fun with this, since it's a throwback and it's it's more vintage, do it." And she actually sent me the the other item that you're holding, the R2 bubble bath, or it was a bubble thing, right? Bath bubble. Yeah, 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 bubble bath. She sent me a picture of that. Uh, her name's Teresa. Uh, but she sent me a picture of that and we just ran with it. We took it, we used, we basically used that same packaging for the Star Wars arcade mug. Yeah. I mean, when I saw that, I thought, how is that on their radar? It's such an obscure sort of, you know. It's very, very obscure, yeah. Very, very obscure. Obviously, you know, hails from, uh, from the UK, from that very special era of early Star Wars. It's not as obscure as is. it's the tape dispenser, right? We haven't done anything in that. Uh, <laughs> There's time. There's time. I need to talk to you about those L-Stream mugs as well. Um, did you see Which those? So we found that there's a there's a behind the scenes um, shot of Harrison Ford. Oh, yes. At uh, L-Stream yeah. Studios. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we found um, there's another one of uh, Billy D. Williams with a with a similar mug from the um, from the era that I'm trying to track down. And if we can find a third, what a great little gift! Oh, yeah. <laughs>
but that was only those were only seen in the behind the scenes footage. Yeah. yeah. Nothing there was used on camera yeah. or anything. No, 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 no. But we've um, we've created a bit of a market between us, I think, for these for these nineteen seventies mugs from Staffordshire. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I I just you have to be a diehard diehard in order to uh, to buy those. There was a picture online the other day of somebody's prop replica of Han Solo's blaster, and inside the case, there's one of those. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's very. Yeah, yeah. Prices are going up. <laughs> So I don't know what um, how Stuart's doing, but he got the due back. Oh my gosh! Um, so um, he he looked out on that one. But is there anything you want to tell us about the due back? I mean, it's is it the biggest? I mean, it's certainly. I mean, the band the, pretty the big. Band the band and the due back. I think the yeah, the band and the due back are both around sixty-four to seventy-two ounces. Um, wow. They're massive. So. It comes to a point where we're just trying to come up with, I mean, outside of our core line of products, we're trying to come up with the craziest, wackiest products that people want to see, that I want to see on a shelf, really. Um, it's got to be a big shelf for those items. But the <laughs> Dubac was a fun one. The Bantha was a fun one. Um, the Dubac started out with, uh, oh no, that one comes with the Stormtrooper. The Bantha was originally a Tusken Raider. Um, and we did, we designed it with a Tuscan Raider before the Mandalorian episode. And then when the Mandalorian episode came, came out, I said, oh, we have to change that. We have to do uh, the Mandalorian with uh, baby Grogu. So um, we changed it, but we also sell, you know, a Tuscan Raider mini muglet separately that you could put on, on the, uh, the band, the Bantha. So um, uh, yeah, it was a fun item. Um, it's really out there. Um, Dubacks have been, you know, I've always loved the creatures. Um, we've pretty much hit on, I mean, we've hit on a lot of creatures. We still haven't, the Sarlacc's one that uh, people always mention to us. We haven't released a Sarlacc pit yet. Uh, I'd like to do a Sarlacc pit. Um, some of the other creatures we've explored, we've done concepts of, but we haven't. Those are the big ones. Um, and the Sandcrawler is the latest, not a creature, but that's the latest kind of big punch bowl that we've developed. Nice. Well, I think we um I think we were gonna we were gonna pitch a few to you, weren't we? Yeah. And when I say this, this isn't I'm not saying this just because I want to something big. I, I honestly want you to make this. I want a Star Destroyer. Okay. Yeah. Like, if it were Millennium Falcon, I love the Star Destroyer. Hundred percent. Well yeah Star Destroyer is definitely up there. Um there's a uh, there's a want for that one. There's a want for the X wings. We just have to figure it out. So <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. You know, you know what you said about the yes. original Falcon with the concept having the thing in the middle where you could set light to it. Well, you could have that on yeah. a Star Destroyer, couldn't you? With the two, with the two big sort of radar spheres at the top, at the rear, they could be some sort of big flaming. Oh yeah, I, I I can I can imagine it now. Not as well as you, but that would be good, definite. Mm. I think Ooh, so. Yeah, yeah if, we can, if we can pull off production, it that could be a new release. And to go with this, the next one. Oh, well, you go first. You go first. You have, you have to start a trip. <laughs> so obviously we've got this. The stand up. What about the sitting? What about to go with to complement this one? 
So you know the coin op where you would sit in it and yeah. you would fly the Millennium Falcon. So the next yeah. generation of arcade machine, that could be a huge bowl. That could be a huge I, bowl. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it fits the right demo. I'm not sure if it's. If it's. Um, I, I'm a fan of the one you're holding. I don't know if this sit yeah. down iteration is, is going to be perceived as well. Well, yeah, maybe but I'm just a glutton of I'll, I'll listen to all ideas. I'll listen to everything. Okay. Must try harder. <laughs> right. <laughs> Go on, Dan. Go on, then. So, you, you know what these are? You said these candy heads. You ever, remember those from the 80s? Okay. Candy yeah, heads. Yeah, yeah, okay. This is the second set, right? So you've done a Tonton, you've done a Bosque, you've done a Yoda, but we need 2-1-B. I'm trying to see what these are. These are like little eggs? I don't remember these. They got they candy in them. They come in little sweet containers. That's the Yoda oh, head. And okay, there. so they all have different... Tonton head. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think you need to do a, a 2-1-B. Yeah, uh, where'd you find that one at? <laughs> and, what'd you, and what'd you pay for it is the question. Don't... I think I smell <laughs> of old candy. <laughs> good ideas, good ideas. Craig, what, what's your uh, what's your idea? Well, I think you've already mentioned her, but I think she's been missing is the, is the Leah. Because yeah, we've only done Bouch Leah so far. Uh, yeah, so she's a tricky one. We've designed one. Um, it. So it's it's one that we've wanted to do, and then and then we decided to to pump the brakes on it. So we're doing a very special artist release, uh, very unique mug that that we're hoping to come out with next year that Lucas signed off on, and we're now prototyping. So it's um, uh, it's it's a collaboration with myself, um, our team, and an artist by the name of Paul Briggs. Uh, if you know his work, he was. Uh, code around like Maya the Last Dragon. He's he he's worked on he's an animator by trade and he's worked on a number of different animated movies for Disney. Um but he does some amazing work and I love his he does beautiful tiki drawings of of female uh characters. So when I saw his Instagram and his work, I said, man, this guy would be the perfect guy to to be to partner with on a Princess Leia mug. So um, Paul, if you're listening, aloha. So, <laughs> we're working on it. <laughs> you look forward to that. No, I mean you're right. When, when you think of like the, the you know, the, the classic tiki aesthetic, they they're grotesques, yeah. aren't they? The, the the masks are kind of quite extreme. But I was I was so impressed with this. I mean, you've you've got me buying episode one <laughs> merchandise again, <laughs> which I didn't think would happen. Yeah. But 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 this is it turned beautiful. out pretty good. Yeah, um, we did. Too many. We didn't yeah. do too many mugs. I mean, outside of her, we did Jar Jar uh, and we did Palpatine. But uh, there's a few others that we've explored. I mean, we've done a number of concepts over the years, and and you know, uh, those are still in the wheelhouse. We still might release those later on down the line um, for for the various films. Uh, we've explored Ray. We've explored all, you know all the characters. But uh, yeah. Leia's a very special one. We want to make sure we, we do it right, do it justice, all that jazz. Can you tell us what version of Leia is going to be? Yes. Is it going to be a New Hope Leia? Or uh, we're, we're looking, at, we're looking Leia. at a New Hope Leia. Um, yeah. Okay. So it's, it's, it's a very classic. We're taking, um, I, we're taking kind of a very classic 
retro design um, of, of Hawaiian style mugs that were done in a certain period and applying that to right. Leia or trying to. So, right. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's focused on her, on her features, her hair, you know, more than uh, it's more less stylized, I would say. But we'll see. If it doesn't translate, then who knows? We'll we'll see what happens. This guy needs his bandmate. Well, we ha we we came out with a series of of those as mini muffins. Yeah. Yeah, th those turned out really cool. But th that Rebo mug, that's one of my favorite mugs that we've done. I love it. That's such a gorgeous color. Beautiful color. Yeah, yeah. we've got the smaller one. I mean, yeah. dice noodles, uh, Droopy McCool. We've done, we've done all of those. She's actually my toothpick holder <laughs> in the bar. Yeah, that's a fun one. Awesome. Great stuff. Okay, so some of the things we talk about. I mean, we've we, we champion this stuff. Not because we've got any agenda, we just we just love it. But people ask me all the time, where can I get it? Um, you know, we've had um, Amazon of uh, stock things. We've had we've been able to get some stuff over here, but you know, shipping um, from the states. I mean, it's, it seems you know from my perspective inconsistent. Some some retailers will do it, some won't. Um, Celebration store shipped out land speeders and falcons, I think. I mean, what's your global domination? What's what's the plans well, for distribution? And slowly but surely, it all comes down to um, territory rights, um, and I mean that's what it comes down to. I mean, we could get when you sign a deal with Lucasfilm. Not to get into the licensing world too much, but when you sign a deal, you know we're a North American company. We sign a deal for North America, Canada. Etc. We've done special programs where we've sold to Australia. We've done programs with GameStop Europe where we've done uh, a series of our tumblers. But it really comes down to if we want to sell uh, to Europe and, and to other territories, then we need to then add that to our current contracts, pay additional MGs, have additional s staff to oversee that in in your your territory. So it's really. It's something that we're working on growing, um, but we, our company, you know, currently we have the rights to sell in North America, Canada, and limited channels. So, um, you know, that's why we don't sell it direct um, in those channels. So, other retailers like Read Pop, who does our Star Wars celebration, you know, they have a deal with Disney to where they're able to sell worldwide. Uh, so they sell mm -hmm. worldwide, but they're limited to conventions and their online stores. Um, so when we do a deal with, with Repop or Star Wars Celebration, we'll sell them the mugs and then they could sell the mugs. They could distribute those mugs all over the world. Um, but it does. I mean, it comes down to expense. It's very expensive to ship to, you know, there's reasons why, unfortunately, we only, you know, we only ship in the US. Um, certain licenses, we have the rights to ship worldwide. Um, other licenses, we don't. Um, but it comes down to cost. It's like, we did a we did a Star Wars celebration back in, uh, it was Chicago, so 2019. And, and yeah. we opened that up, we, we sold worldwide. 
but there was an additional, you know, 60 bucks or whatever it costs to ship that product to, to you guys. So it was, it was very expensive. And then, and then, um, you're not necessarily what you're, what you think a product's going to ship there is, is not what that cost ends up being. So it's, it's unfortunately, there's a lot of layers and it's, it's not as easy as, you know, you would think. So <laughs> yeah. I, I wish, no, I'm, I'm, trust I'm me, sure. we've got, we've got people in every country around the world that wants to buy our products, which is, which is amazing. But, um, it comes down to, you know, the logistics of it. So yeah, sure. Any, any plans for celebration? Uh, unfortunately, what's going on here? Hang on one second. Um, unfortunately, we're not going to be going to London this year, uh, next year. Um, we talked about it, but we're not going to be going. It's a very expensive show. Uh, and the logistics of it, of getting product there, shipping it back. If you, if you release something and it doesn't sell and, and you got to ship it back and it's just too much, um, unfortunately. Um, and it comes down to rights and what, what we're allowed to sell and what we're not allowed to sell. So, um, you know, we can sell to conventions in the U.S., but we can't necessarily sell to conventions in, in Europe. So those are things okay. well, that we're okay. always trying to um, – we're hoping that as we continue to grow and, and build up our staff and our infrastructure, you know, we'll be able to, to have a bigger presence – in your neck of the woods and, and other territories. Sure. Well, we'll um, we'll be there. We'll raise a drink to you. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go to the show. I'm going to go to each of one of your guys' bars and hang out. So I want to have the sure we'll be, all of that. I'd love it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll be back in the states before long anyway. Yeah. So yeah, we can all we can all hang out for that real. Would be fun. That'd be great. This year's celebration, yeah. but uh, you guys don't do the comic cons, only the celebrations, right? It's just hard. I mean, there's so much, you know, to like you say, it's a, <laughs> a big, expensive trips. So you can't just pop out for three days and you make a you make a vacation yeah. of it. So uh, yeah. Anaheim was was great. And um, yeah, so, sorry we missed we missed you. But, um, yeah, next, next time, next time for sure. So I think um, I don't even know where celebration is. Well, they'll make that announcement in your neck of the world. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm it's going to be. Will, yeah. Florida. I think it'll be either Florida or Chicago. That's what I'm thinking. I said Orlando. Orlando. I mean, I mean Orlando was 2017, I mean, so I think it's going to be Orlando. And they only did they did back to back yeah. Anaheim's because of the 40th anniversary. Um, I believe is why they did the back to back, which they usually skip a year, international and domestic. But uh, mm -hmm. we'll see what happens. Uh, it makes sense for them to have it where the parks are, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Well, we've got um, a little bit of time left, I think. Um, and we thought with, uh, if, if you're up for it, we'll give you a little bit of a rapid fire round, unprepared. Do it. Um, I, got, I got a handful <laughs> of mugs here, too, if you want to see them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do that. First. So I shared this, I shared this yeah. one. Yeah, cool. Look at that. It's kind of hard to see in here. That one turned out really, really cool. We're excited about that. Cad Bane, we've got. Oh, yeah, I saw that yeah. one before. Yeah, very nice. I've, I've hinted at some of this stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. DJ Rex is one of the most sought after, I believe, in terms of. Yeah. 
my wife's gonna love that. Although this isn't DJ Rex, <laughs> this is just Rex, but this is the version that you saw in the Book of Boba Fett as the blackjack dealer. <laughs> um, as for large formats, here's one that was a tough one to kind of figure out, but we've got our... Oh, wow. <gasps> we can't, we can no longer refer to this as the Slave One, but this is uh, Boba Fett's starship. Um, it's got a straw hole at the top. Really, really beautiful, beautiful mug. And that'll come with an updated version of Boba Fett. Um, just some some little more paint embellishments than what Strong. we've done previously. And for Mandalorian, we've got. Oh no! And we've hinted. What's this gonna be? We've hinted at this one. Razor Crest. We may have done this on our show, but we've got our Razor Crest. Oh, <laughs> oh man! Cool. That's so this is... Ah, uh, yeah, that's isn't it? This is an example of a product that when we were watching the episodes and the Razor Crest blew up, I cried inside. I was like, can we still make this product? Because I was a little nervous because obviously it's not going to be in season three. It's kind of run its course. But the fans out there spoke. And, you know, we see the stuff that comes out from other... Other partners, uh, whether it's you know Hasbro and 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 what they're doing, and so it's it's one that we thought, oh, let's let's continue, let's move forward with it. I think we'll have a good run at it. So, the Razor Crest will will come out next year. Is it, is it, what do you know when next year? Have you got any timelines on any of those? I think we're we're aiming the uh, the book of Boba. Oh, well, book of Boba Fett and the Mandalorian around season three. Um, it'll be next year. Okay. Um, they haven't announced. Uh, I don't think they've announced when season three of Mandalorian is coming out yet. Um, so we're, we're waiting as yeah. well to see kind of when the best okay. launch period is for that. So um, we, uh, we, we like to, we like to theme things, you know, with, with the launch of the series or an anniversary as much as we can, but you know, as things, something, sometimes you just never know. And sometimes things are delayed. Like, whether it was COVID or whatever. So um, that's why some launches have kind of been pushed out or we've brought some in or, but we're always doing new stuff on May the 4th. We're always trying to do something new on Black Friday, um, at least in, in the US here. Um, and so those are kind of the big holidays that we do, you know, holidays, Black Fridays, May the 4th. Nice. I'm nice. gonna need more shelves. Yeah. <laughs> I could finally <laughs> afford the razor crest. Amazing. Yeah. That looked great. And it is, you know, it's an icon already. It's a beautiful yeah. looking ship. So, and it just, it lends itself yeah. so well to uh, the form factor. So it's, um, it was one that was fun to explore and, and design. Yeah. 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 We're all big fans. Slave One's my favorite though out of that lot, I must say. I did like that. That was pretty cool. <laughs> I'm going to call it Slave, Slave One. One. The Razor Crest will hold a bigger margarita, though, if that's your thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Slave One is a, yeah, it's a beautiful ship. It turned out really good. It's got a beautiful kind of red, uh, the colors are really nice on it. So I'm excited to get some photos yeah. out there and for people to see it once it's time to, to launch it. Very cool. Let's hear these rapid fire questions. 
Which Star Wars product are you most proud of? Probably, probably the Shag series, just because I'm such a big fan of, of his his artwork. And to be able to bridge the gap between uh, our company and an artist of, uh, of his stature, I, I think is really, really cool. We're spreading the word of Tiki. We're getting the culture out there. Now, when it comes to a Tiki party or a Lua thing, um, what Tiki Christmas tune does everyone need on their playlist? Oh, Melly Clicky Maka. I mean, come on. Okay. <laughs> With regards to your Tiki mugs, what's the most unusual alternative use you've seen for one of your mugs or bowls? Uh, well, a lot of people use them for food. I mean, we've seen every type of chili and, and, and cereal. And I mean, kids eat their cereal out of Millennium Falcons. I think it's the coolest thing in the world. Uh, we've seen them used as um, uh, for, for plants, you know, um, little, uh, little, little plants and flowers and things like that. So I think, um, I know I've seen some weird stuff out there. But uh, I've seen some weird food applications, but I would say uh, whether it's some sort of chili or, I don't know. There's some creative people out there, I will say. Star Wars character, what's the one you'd really most like to do, but haven't yet? Oh boy. Well, I would say the ones that I'd most like, like to have done, I've already done. Uh, uh, boy, I... Uh, I mean, I think we've done the majority. Uh, the Princess Leia one is, is high on our list. Uh, my personal favorite is, is Chewbacca. Um, I just think he he translates so well, whether it's a mug or it's a 10 foot tall totem um, that I've got back here. So that he's, he's always been at the top of my list. Right, so we're on our way over. We're coming to the next celebration, be it Orlando or wherever. We've got a couple of, you know, spare dollars What's the best tiki bar we should visit next time we're over? Well, in Orlando, there's not too many. Um, it, if we're saying most of the great tiki bars are in in around uh, Los Angeles, Orange County. Um, some of my favorites, the number one, my favorite tiki bar in the world is Tiki Tea. That's in uh, that's in Los Angeles. It's been there since 1961. Um, they just celebrated a big anniversary, 60 plus years. So Tiki Tea is a great one. Um, San Diego uh, has a number of tiki bars that are fantastic. Um, False Idol is one. Uh, San Francisco, Smuggler's Cove. Chicago would be um, Three Dots and a Dash is my favorite tiki bar. Um, Orlando, I would go to Disneyland, uh, Polynesian Resort, and I would go to Trader Sam's. That's a that's a solid one in Orlando. Um, <clears throat> that's a that's a handful. <laughs> that's a good list. We're prepared to travel for Tiki. Now, with regards to licenses, franchises, uh, which one do you think you'd most like to work with next, or or haven't done yet? What what would be your sort of holy grail of franchises after Star Wars? Uh, it's it's coming. It's coming spring of 2023. So we've released some mugs in other territories that have not been released to the U.S. that people have been itching to get their hands on. Um, so those mugs are going to be released next next year, um, in addition to hundreds of other mugs. So 
it's a license that is, um, I won't say too much because we haven't made the announcement yet, but it's it's very close to Star Wars in terms of, yeah, uh, characters and products and, and fandom. How many years away from a Funko-style experience store are you? Oh, boy. Well, one of my passions is to, I don't want it to just be a store, but I want it to be a bar. I want to build an actual Geeky Tiki's Lounge. There's always been something that we've wanted to do. We had a store. I don't know if you guys know this. Um, we had a store in Hollywood for about eight months pre-pandemic. Um, so we were in the heart of Hollywood and we had a beautiful, that's where a lot of these props come from. Um, I've got giant props all over, all over our bar. Um, but we had a store for eight months, which was an experience. And we would do um, uh, releases there and we would do drinks. So it was like a sipping shop to where we do parties every now and then. And I would show up with my team. We'd have my ties. People from all over the U.S. would come to the parties, buy a new mug, get a new release, have a drink. So that was fun. So we learned a lot from that. Um, if I could do it again, um, I want it to be the reverse. I want to have a, a tiki bar lounge with a small store that you could only get those products at the tiki bar, the tiki lounge. Um, but that's something that's on our wish list. It's something we're working towards. Well, best of luck with that. You guys we'll want to be investors? Let's do this. Amazing. There's not too many tiki bars in your neck of the woods. Outside of yeah. uh, Trader Vic's, what else do we have? They, they are few and far between. Um, so, yeah, the, the market's wide open. Come on over. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's good. What's your favorite cantina alien? Man, that's a tough one. We did, we did a really cool cantina set of muglets, two of them, actually. Um, have you guys seen those? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I, I, li yeah. I like all the... Yeah, there you go. Oh, there you go. Nice. Nice. Um, well, you can't say Greedo. Greedo's kind of too normal. Um, I don't know. I, uh, I like them all. Um, Hammerhead is, is always a fun one. He's just so unique. I'd like to do a full-size hammerhead mug at some point. Yes. Um, Muff Tack is great. I love the eyes. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of these characters are really cool. So um, we're friends with, if you know the guys at Regal Robot, Tom Spina Design. Uh, yeah. They did some. They did an amazing spot years ago. I don't know when it was for Super Bowl or something, but where they recreated a lot of those characters um, to match the original movies and it was just so cool and i got to visit their offices a while back and and see the life-size muff tax and all that stuff so there's those anything that's really weird those that's kind of what i gravitate towards nice yeah, we was looking at their bust of the uh, tuscan raider last when was it like a few few weeks ago Craig. Oh, that is amazing it, isn't what it? they do is just outstanding and if you guys have a chance to talk to them or if you have talked to them uh, the owner, Tom Spina, he's just a great guy. He's a super Star Wars nerd like all of us. And uh, what they do is just fantastic. We're, we're fortunate that we've been next to them at certain certain events and just become buddies over the years. Oh, yeah. brilliant. He won't, he won't trade tiki mugs for those one-to-one Chewbacca's. That's <laughs> no? what I'm trying to do. It's like, let's trade some tiki mugs for your life-size Chewbacca. I think yeah. his stuff might be a little more pricey. <laughs> 
You keep on wearing them down, you'll get there in the end. Right. Feedback from Disney. Now, I, I understand if you don't want to <laughs> ever share this. What's the worst rejection or worst bit of feedback from Disney with regards to one of your pitches? Um, honestly, uh, they've been really well receptive. I mean, uh, we had some initial, there, there hasn't been any, any feedback that's been, uh, it, it's all been very minor, really. I mean, I think Darth Vader, uh, our original concept of Darth Vader, which um, I might have a mug somewhere. Our original concept, it looked different. Like his helmet looked different. It almost looked like um, uh, a concept from, from Ralph, like old school concept, the eyes were different, et cetera. So we had to change things to be more in line with kind of the Darth Vader that's, um, you know, not really mess around with the helmet designs too much, but I would say they've been very open to kind of what we've done and there's very little feedback now. I mean, we've done a hundred, 150 mugs or designs or whatever it is so far. Uh, and they've, they've been in our corner, which is great. So I wish I could give you some dirt, but there's really no, there's no dirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, so I've got one last question, right? I, I'm looking into the future. It's looking great. You, you've got your bar with the little side shop there. So, you know, that's happening is and we'll invest in it. It's all going to be great. So let, let's say you're going to have your opening party of your big bar with, with your shop and everything. What three characters would you definitely invite to the opening party? The Hawaiian, uh, the, the, what is it? The Lua? Our opening luau. And this could be any characters, live or dead, depending on what the movies are, anything, huh? Let's say from the Star Wars franchise, be it film, TV, uh, animation, whatever. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I'd, want, I'd want to invite Han Solo, for sure. I mean, who doesn't want Harrison Ford, Han Solo there? Um, we've got some great indie product coming out, too. Just a, a quick note. Um, so I, I would do, uh, yeah, Han Solo. Um, I'd like to have Jabba there just because I think it'd be an eye opener. It'd be something like, whoa, and pro I, probably Chewie. I don't know. I mean, it's that's it's a pretty generic answer, but probably Han, Chewie, and Jabba the Hutt, or some other crazy character that I could just use as a as a uh, attraction, main attraction. That, that can... I'll come up with something well, well, way better. I was hoping you was going to say Craig, Jez, and Dan, but never mind. <laughs> I think we can. We can edit this out and I can redo it. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so which one of us is going to be Han? Which one of us is going to be Jabba? And then which, um, yeah, in fact, I don't even want, I don't want to ask that question. <laughs> well, Brandon, thank you so much uh, for... Uh, for answering those questions and allowing me to put you on the spot. Good sport, thanks very much. You got it guys, it's been a pleasure. Wonderful to sit down and actually have a chat with you after all this time and um, hope people have enjoyed right. sitting in to our little party. But all that remains is to raise a glass to everyone and, and, and a happy Christmas. My glass is empty, but Christmas. I'm still raising it. <laughs> <laughs> happy Christmas, thanks Merry for all Christmas. the support. You guys have been great. And uh, let's do this again, and we'll continue to keep you updated on on uh, our products and what we're able to get over there and what we're able to cook up next. 
Thank you. No, keep doing what you're doing. We love it. Absolutely awesome, love guys. it. All May right. the fourth be <laughs> lying Nelly with Kaliki you. Ma- no. <laughs> I need to look that up. What's that song? Nelly Kaliki Maka. I'll look that up. I'm sure. I'm sure Craig will play it at some point in the show as well. Yeah, you gotta play it. <laughs> well, let's uh, <laughs> let's let's go awesome. out with it. All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so Bye. much. Melikilikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright, the sun to shine by day. All the stars at night. Craig, it's um, Stuart, mate. I can't get through to you, but I'm sitting here waiting for the tiki, the tiki show. I'm all set up. I've got everything planned like you told me to. Um, perhaps once you get his message, you can let me know what's going on. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Jersey Stewart, mate, I'm sitting here, um, I'm waiting for the Tiki show, no one's answering their phones, no one's come online, I've been sitting here nearly an hour now, I thought the Tiki show was tonight, I, I don't know what's going on. Dan, hello, somebody answers their phone. Oh, well, I've been, I'm sitting here waiting for the Tiki show, where are you? What do you mean you're in a lap dancing club? Look, mate, I'm waiting to do the Tiki show. What's going on? What do you mean you did it last night? Well, thanks for the messages. Oh, brilliant. That's just brilliant, isn't it? Well, it feels like I've been seriously let down by Generation Skywalker. You give them one day and then they just do their own thing. Um, we were absolutely uh, ecstatic to have Beeline Creative come on the podcast, show us some new stuff, which I think you've seen, recorded last night, apparently. And... Uh, seen some of the stuff that they produce and some of the stuff they sent us. I know the other boys did some unboxings. Now I was lucky enough to be sent this one by Beeline. Um, I love a Dubac. I've got a, a few vintage Dubacs and modern Dubac pieces. And this looks right up my street. I've got a massive Tiki collection and a variety of it's here. The rest of it is out in my, in my uh, collecting area, which is called Tiki 421, thanks to the boys. But, uh, Let's get into this. First of all, look at this. I just, I love the Tiki packaging. So on the front there, you've got the, the Geeky Tiki logo with the Dubac, with the kind of Sand Trooper sitting upon, upon the top of it. And uh, Mega Mold, Mug, Mega Mold. Mega Mug holds 40, what, what is it? 74 ounces. So this is a bit of a fishbowl type bowl. You've got this beautiful Star Wars logo on the top. And on the bottom, you've got the Tiki logo. Side, side view of it, face on, that's both ends. And then on the back, I love this. So they use this image on things like the um, Beeline Creative page. And there you've got the, the Dubac full of a cocktail, straw sticking at the top, the Stormtrooper on the top, and then it's got more of the Stormtroopers around its feet. And it says on there, aren't you a little short for a Stormtrooper? Well, yes I am and a little late for the unboxing. So let's get into this because I do love these. Love a tiki. 
but the problem is I know that I've got I bought these ones uh, Craig got me these when he was out in the celebration these are the cantina aliens anyone that knows me knows I love a cantina alien so <clears throat> I've got a funny feeling that when I open this it could just give me the absolute desire to go and buy more tikis I mean I buy other other lines as well when it comes to tiki but let's get into this because this is a belter by the looks of it straight away I love the mini muglets so in the in the land speeder you've got Luke and R2 and I've got a mini Vader there a mini Bifortuna which came with a Jabba mug and I've got a few other the minis they're, they're nice they're nice Christmas time a nice little Advocar if you're in America eggnog that kind of drink this is brilliant I love this this will be this will be my chosen little mug for my Avocar on Christmas Eve this year. Um, it's belted, it's got his rifle. I must admit, I think, I think they're getting more and more detail into them as we go now. Um, but that, that is a beautiful, beautiful little mug. Let's stand in there. Hello, hello, Rebo. Perhaps that's why they didn't want me on, because I, uh, I oh, look at this little, little fella. Wow, wee wow, woo, look at that. I love all the tiki, um, the tiki design that they put into these things. But that is brilliant. I mean, his face is just sensational. See his reins are on there. Oh, I mean, his nostrils are done in that, that kind of tiki swirl design. He's got a little tail on the back. That's a big mug, you know? The size of that, if you're having a, a drink from that. That is uh, going to be full of something. It's Christmas. That's a great Pim's mug, I think, for the uh, for the summer when you don't want to keep getting up because you down it like a soft drink. But that is that is a thing of beauty. It's very much in the design of things like the Jabba, which I think I put Jabba in. So there's Jabba. It's not not as big as the Jubak, but um, it's got that same kind of. I mean, their stuff is just amazing. Their their creativity and the, what what they put out is just phenomenal. And it's just, they just nail it time and time again. This is absolutely exquisite. Um, actually, it's quite nice because, so things like the land speeders, these just sit on a, like a raised platform. But this has actually got on the top of it, a little, um, little holder. So actually, if you had a drink in there, have yourself a little chaser, little chaser in there. I love that design. It's the first time I've seen that on the ones that I own. But uh, that that kind of design is brilliant. Really, really enjoy that. But yeah, we uh, we love a tiki here on Generation Skywalker. Feel like creative. You are doing a fantastic job. We want more. We want more. I mean, <clears throat> I haven't actually used this one yet because I don't know what to put in it. But when you just look at them. I would love to be in a Be Long Creative meeting when they're discussing what shall we make next because everything they produce is out of this world. Great work, Beeline. You're nailing it. Jez, Craig, Dan, thanks for being mates and uh, letting me join this show. Malikalikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. 
Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright. The sun to shine by day and all the stars at night. Malikalikimaka is a wise way to say Merry Christmas. A very Merry Christmas. A very, very Merry Merry Christmas to you.